everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode number 56 of the Project 2020 show. It is Monday morning of week 18, and that means only one thing. We're about to see 10 brand new cards for this set, and I couldn't be more excited. First off, the lines for us this week are going to be Sophia Chang with her Nolan Ryan and Joshua Vides with his Willie Mays. We also learned a lot of information over the weekend. The four print runs were very telling for when it comes to cards over 200 to 250. And because of those cards, I may right now be your best friend or your worst enemy. Let's get to all that and more in one second. Welcome back to my channel, and thank you for clicking on that thumbnail. I greatly appreciate it. My name is Chris, otherwise known as at CRT underscore sports cards on Twitter and Instagram, and the website for all of your Project 2020 news and stats is CRTSportsCards.com. But what did we learn over the weekend? Of course, it is Monday morning of week 18, but the ending buying time of week 17 gave us some real good indication to where the set's going to go in the future. We are very, very close to having the first artist with 10 cards. And once we get there, we're now on the backward half of the, of, of the set in a sense. We're on that slope down to 400. And that's really going to set the buying trends on the print runs going forward. And the four cards this weekend gave us some good indication of where the artists are going to be at as we go through cards 10 through 15. But let's take a look at those cards real quick. So the last four cards that were released over the weekend were the Tony Gwynn by Ermsey, Sandy Koufax by Shore, Bob Gibson by Don C, and then Dwight Gooden by Jacob Rochester. Five for five for the week. Tony Gwynn and Koufax came in as expected, 5.5 and 4. And then Gibson and Gooden, the bottom completely fell out of those, 3.4 and 3.1. The key here are the eBay penetrations on these cards. Tony Gwynn, 1.84. Sandy Koufax, 1.17. Gibson, 1.58. And then Gooden, again, was very low at 1.32. So what are our takeaways on these four cards? One of my biggest takeaways from the weekend was strictly the eBay penetration rates. As we know, the numbers have been ticking up 1.5, 1.6, 1.7. We have seen cards over 2%. But the, the cards that performed, I think, with the lowest eBay penetration were the Sandy Koufax, Keith Shore, and the Dwight Gooden by Jacob Rochester. Very, very low. And what that tells us is people were buying majority of their cards on Tops.com versus eBay. I will say, though, eBay has now taken off Wheeler Collection from eBay. As of Friday morning, they took away his account and he cannot list or remove anything. I was linking to his auctions directly because I trust him as a pre-seller when it comes to these, but eBay has completely whacked off his account. And so he is now selling on his website, just like Twins Jake. So I think in the short term, we are going to start to see the eBay penetration go down again, just because more people are going to be going to tops.com or using either Twinjig's website or Wheeler Collection website for their buying needs, which is gonna naturally drive that number down. In the When you look at the last two releases, what do those numbers say? On the Sandy Koufax, yes, people drove up that number. It was supposed to be under 4,000 and it came in under, it came in at 4,009. That was driven up. Why that was, was it because I, had, I said it was a low print run? Probably so, but who knows? 
but that one was driven up. But the one that was driven up the greatest was the Dwight Gooden by Jacob Rochester. And this scares me when it comes to people dumping money into an unknown commodity, into basically a pot of gold that we think is gonna be worth something in the future. Look, the cards right now in demand, when you think of like an Ermsey Tony Gwynn, why did Tony Gwynn by Ermsey sell well? Because Ermsey right now is on fire. He has the attention of the collector base. People are buying his cards because they like Ermsey, like his work. People are not in love right now with Jacob Rochester. And I don't think anyone out there really has a big collection or is a big fan of Jacob Rochester. So his cards have suffered. So this card should have printed under 3000. That's what the numbers have said, but people bought that card up. And now if Jacob Rochester never becomes in demand, whether this card prints at 2,500, 3,500 or 4,000, to me, it's all the same. You have to really hope that Jacob Rochester catches fire in the future. And that is why I say chasing a print run based on a projection of mine is, a, is, is, is not fool's gold, but it's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Eventually you might find it. And look, if you bought into Rochester for Gooden, you now landed at a 3,200 print run card. But that doesn't mean it's gonna be worth a lot of money. It's Jacob Rochester card. I can't draw a stick figure. He's way more talented than any of us are when it comes to, to being an artist. But from a demand perspective, from a flip perspective, I don't see how there's money in this card long term. We will see. Now, of course, if the set takes off again and 3,000 becomes a new 1,000, different story. But in the moment, we're, we're thinking about the next 50 cards, the next 60 cards. I don't know if this card prints at 2,800 or 3,500, if it's any more valuable or less value. But all I know right now is that Jacob Rochester is an artist not in demand. And that's why I would be careful here chasing print runs of artists that are not in demand. If we see a Grotesque card this week, I'm gonna be the biggest fan in the world and I'm gonna buy one. We know right now Grotesque is the lowest printed artist out there. Just keep that in mind, use the data on the website look at the artists that are selling and not selling and then make a decision from there. I'm also gonna say, I'm going to continue providing print run projections. I think it's a great part of the show. It challenges me to figure these numbers out and due to the fact that they're gonna be lower and lower eBay sales because of the big guys being off of eBay because eBay, being, eBay hammering down on them is gonna make this more difficult. So we will see how I do. At the max right now, I'm right 50% of the time and I'm wrong 50% of the time. So we will find out, we'll see. But as, as of right now, I'm continuing to do print run projections and I can't wait until tomorrow morning. But before we get to tomorrow, we have to get through today. And one of the first two cards up for the week is gonna be this Willie Mays by Joshua Vides. I will say this is my second favorite card of the day. I'm not a big fan of Joshua Vides overall. And here again, this is an artist who's not really in demand. And so when you think of this card, you think of a potential print run and where it could be at on pre-orders, it's probably gonna be low. Is it gonna be Dwight Gooden low? I, I don't know right now, we'll find out. But keep that in mind as we go throughout the week. And also I will say, his artwork is phenomenal when you look at videos and things that he hit, the things that he has done, like his Fendi clothes, his Fendi bags, which are outrageously expensive in my, in my, out of my budget. But his work to me does not transition well to baseball cards. We'll see how it looks at the end of this. I liked his Nolan Ryan outside of the holder. I had this really scratch case, so I took it out. But just in the holder, in the case, I don't think it transitions well. But let's take a look at his work so far and then Willie Mays. So this is Joshua Vitas's eighth card, and we all know him from his Nolan Ryan. His fifth card was right there with the Griffey, and it printed at 64,629. But most recently, if you're a fan of Project 2020, you saw him with the Sandy Koufax, 
and his lowest printed card is going to be the second lowest printed card in the set, which is his Dwight Gooden at 1101. Now, taking a look at Willie Mays, this is his ninth card in the set. His most recent card was the Blake Jameson and then Don C. His two highest printed cards are very similar. Sophia Chang at 10,480 and Jacob Rochester at 10,568. His lowest printed card is Andrew Thiel at 1,464. But when it comes to the best Joshua Vides, I think it's the Jackie Robinson just because of the red background and then his, his artwork on top of it. I do like that one, but I don't really have a favorite card uh, overall. And by the way, I would love to see your collections and feature a couple on the show tomorrow when it comes to Sophia Chang, Nolan Ryan, Willie Mays, or Jacob Rochester. So if you hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, send me a photo, or if you're not on either one of those platforms, you can email me at chris at crtsportscards.com. Send me your photos of your collections, and I'll feature a couple tomorrow morning on episode number 57. And then on the Willie Mays, I really have two favorites here. I really, really like the Sophia Chang, and I also really like the JK5. Those to me are 1A and 1B. I kind of interchange them back and forth, but I really like JK5 and Willie Mays. And now when you take a look at the Project 2020 market when it comes to first and second player pricing, what happened over the weekend? And I did want to bring to, to your attention that there is something going on on eBay when it comes to people from China, or at least their location it shows China, selling crazy low print run cards at like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. It's very, very low. Uh, they're, they're showing as completed sales. Uh, I have been very adamant in the past that I am not removing any sales from this data here because I want to keep it as authentic as possible. But when I'm starting to see these things come across, they're obviously scams. They're obviously either PayPal loans or there's something going on here. I have removed them from the from the sales history because I think it's irresponsible to have a $80 Ichiro number one mixed in with a $1,600 Ichiro. It just, it's irresponsible to put that up there and we know that they're scams. So if you're shopping in the market, if you're new to Project 2020 and you see a crazy, crazy low price, it is too good to be true. So do not spend your money. Do not try to buy it. You're never going to get it and it's never going to show up. So I'll continue to monitor this as we go through the next couple of weeks. So now taking a look at first player pricing, the one thing that stands out to me is the amount of red on 714 to 718 versus where we were last week of 77 to 713. But it's not as bad as it looks. There's very minimal drops, 2% down, 3% down, 0 0.25, 0 0.62. So very, very little movement. And then on the second player pricing, the great thing here is when you look at the, the 714 to 718 compared to last week, a ton of green. But then here again, just because there's green doesn't mean it's necessarily great green. You're looking at 1%, 3%, 4%, not a lot of cards up a considerable amount. And when you when you think about these from a flip perspective, you, you need to be way ahead of 5% to make money when it comes to flipping these cards if you're buying them right now. So although these charts do look different, they're actually very similar. The market is basically staying flat at the moment. It's not moving forward, it's not moving back. Volume is dropping overall. Those charts are on the website. But for the most part, you know, it's just kind of, uh, we're just kind of treading water and that's not the worst place to be in the hardest part of the summer. Well, I've said this a few months ago that July 6th to the end of August is going to be the hardest time for the set. 
And if we can continue to strengthen this base and continue to have these high dollar prices on the low printed cards, we're gonna be fine in the long run. Now, before we talk about Sophia Chang, there is one thing I wanna call your attention to from a website edition. Last night on the artist image page, I have added in their companion cards. And the companion cards, when you think about Sophia Chang, that was the first one I really, really liked. I really liked her Mike Trout. And now Natural has his companion card. But I said, you know what? I need to get this information on the website. So now for every artist, there is a companion page or a companion gallery underneath their cards. I could though have missed a couple right now. So when you take a look at this today, if you see a miss, please let me know and I'll get it updated immediately. But that's a new addition to help everyone track these companion cards. Now let's talk about the Nolan Ryan from Sophia Chang and what I call on Twitter, the pale blue dot. And I was mixing the two cards together from Carl Sagan. But hopefully if you're a Carl Sagan fan, you like that. But it's, I, I thought it was a really interesting combination of pale blue and the dots in one card altogether. And I will say Sophia Chang is growing on me as an artist. I like her cards more and more. I just picked up the Jackie Robinson a few weeks ago for my Jackie Robinson collection, and I'm really trying to like her cards more and more. Not enough to go after all 20, but let's take a look at her collection so far, and then let's take a look at Nolan Ryan. Now this is Sophia Chang's ninth card in the set. If you are new to Project 2020, you most recently saw her with the Mike Trout and her companion card, and then also Ricky Henderson. Her Mike Trout is also her largest printed card at 14,821, and her lowest printed card is the Bob Gibson at 1,258. When you look at Nolan Ryan, here again, this is his ninth card. You saw him most recently with Jacob Rochester, the old new floor, which was then beat yesterday by the Dwight Gooden. But then, of course, we know him from Joshua Vides, the 64,629 print run, and then his lowest printed card is 2,215. And now when you look at my favorites when it comes to Sophia Chang and Nolan Ryan, on Sophia Chang, it is not the Ichiro, it is the Mike Trout because that card was red and blue right around July 4th weekend. I thought that was a great tie-in overall, so kudos there, that one is my favorite. And then on Nolan Ryan, I'm gonna go with the Grotesque here. This one's difficult, there are a lot of great artists who have done his card so far, but I still really like Grotesque with the Nolan Ryan. Now, if you thought I forgot about the Forgotten Seven, I could never forget about the Forgotten Seven. These two, these cards, are too near and dear to me not to ever forget about them. I just wanted to pull them out all together in their own little section today. And when you look at these cards, and we spoke about these cards last Monday on the Forgotten Six, and then on Tuesday I added one more because I missed it, but in the Forgotten Seven, these cards, six of them, have just had incredible movement when you think of where they were versus last week from 7.6 to 7.13. And so for any criticism I get, for potentially bloating a print run, say a Sandy Koufax by Keith Shore or maybe a Jacob Rochester, Dwight Gooden. Some of these, some of this, this price increase, I'll take, I'll take heat for it and they've gone up. And so if you were looking for one of these cards, I do apologize. I didn't intend for them to go up like this, but then if you're able to sell a couple now and make some money, hopefully you're able to turn that into a PC card or, or maybe you can keep holding and they go up, but who knows what the future holds. But I've just been really happy to see these cards go up over the past seven to eight days. But let's take a look at where they, where they rank. Now, one thing you'll notice is yesterday was a very rough day for four of the five cards. Only the Dwight Gooden moved up. But when you look at the gains from the pat from 714 to 718 versus the previous week, just incredible movement overall. And now when you take a look at the these cards in the 32 under 2K, look at where six of the seven rank at the top of the chart. 
Roberto Clemente at Grotesque is up 28%. That's the biggest gain right now. It's still the lowest ranked card from a value perspective, but up 28%. Bob Gibson up 24%. Dwight Gooden up 15%. George Brett 15%. So very, very strong movement. And the biggest gain overall is Bob Gibson with Keyshore has gone from the 24th ranked card under 2,000 to right now being the 16th ranked card. So at the end of the day, what really moves that needle? And I think that's the biggest question we're all trying to figure out right now. And I'll tell you, in my perspective, it starts and ends with one category, the artists themselves. If the artist is in demand, their cards sell very well. If the artist is not in demand, their cards do not sell very well. If an artist is in demand, their print run is rather high. Look at Blake Jameson, look at Ben Baller. Those artists are involved with the community and they're out there and they're driving their print run numbers. But if the artist is out there in the shadows, not really engaging and just sort of putting the work out, look at what's happening. Low print runs, low resale value. So to me, at the end of the day, we're all just here having fun with this, but if it's not for the 20 artists putting out 20 great pieces of work, none of us are here. So everything with Project 2020 starts and ends with the artists. If you like this video and you want more Project 2020 news and notes from me, please check out that playlist on the screen right now.